Hello, Magic Transistors. Today we're going to review the Beach Boys album Today. <laughs> it's kind of a circular thing there, but anyway. Yeah, so today is the album that we are reviewing today <laughs> by the Beach Boys. And um, it's the first episode in which I'm only reviewing one album. It's the first alternate album that is only based upon one album, although there is some changes, and we will get to that. And as a result, since I'm not reviewing two albums, I need to fill time. And what I'm going to do before we get to the, the, the uh, sorry, the Today album, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Beach Boys and Brian's um, influences. And we're going to play some songs by groups they were influenced by. I'm not going to play the obvious songs. I like to sometimes pick things that are not so obvious, the deep cuts, so to speak. So, like, we're going to start out with a Four Freshmen song. The Four Freshmen was Brian's favorite group and how he learned how to arrange harmonies. Now, most people would probably pick... Uh, it's a Blue World or Graduation Day or Their Hearts Were Full of Spring. But I'm not going to do that. Instead, we're going to start this playlist with a song called Please Remember. Please remember How I feel when you're near to me Heaven knows it's so clear to me
this I ask you to do. That was Please Remember by the four freshmen. And now I'm going to play three doo-wop songs because I know that doo-wop was something that the Beach Boys were influenced by. Um, the three songs, and I'll just tell you up front and then we'll just play them in a row. The Drifters with a song called Sweets for My Sweet, followed by the Carmelettes, uh, My Foolish Heart. And then a Jan and Dean song, because I know there was connections with Jan and Dean, uh, a song called Baby Talk.
talk. To say she loves me. Dip, 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 dip. She cannot speak very well. Everybody knows that, but to me she sure does well. In her baby clothes, I ask her if her love is true, and she only goes. Once again, that is the Drifters, the Carmelettes, and Jan and Dean. Now we're going to do a couple of rock and roll songs by two uh, musicians that inspired the Beach Boys. I've got Chuck Berry with Havana Moon and Drip Drop by Dion. Havana Moon Long the night is quiet the dark. The boat she late since twelve o'clock. Me watch the tide easing in. Is low the moon, but high the wind. Havana moon, Havana moon. Me all alone. Me open the rum. Is long the wait for boat to come. American girl, come back to me. We'll sail away across the sea. We'll dock in New York, the buildings high. We find a home up in the sky. Havana moon. Havana moon. Me still. Me sip on the rum Me wonder when The boat she come To bring me love Oh, sweet little thing She rock and roll She dance and sing She hold me tight She touch me lips Me eyes they close Me heart she flip Havana moon Havana moon but still alone, me drinking the rum, begin to think 
de bold no come American girl she tell a lie she say till then she mean goodbye Havana moon Havana moon me lay down alone was good to run me fall asleep de bold she come de girl she look Till come the dawn, she weep and cry, return for home. The whistle blow, me open me eyes, was bright the sun, was blue the skies. Me grab me shoes, me jump and run, me see the boat head for horizon. Havana moon is gone to run, the boat she sail, me love she gone. Once again, that's Chuck Berry with Havana Moon and Dion with Drip Drop. And another style of music that, that inspired the Beach Boys and that they did some themselves is surf rock or surf instrumentals. And so here is a tune by Dick Dale called... Sorry, I don't have it up 
Bonsai Washout. Again, not the obvious choice, uh, which I think a lot of people would have picked one that the Beach Boys covered, like Miser Lou, which I love. But here's a deeper cut that I think is pretty cool. Finally, we've got three tracks that were produced by Phil Spector, who really influenced Brian Wilson, especially as we get into the Today album and the next couple of years, uh, 64, 65, 66, leading up to Pet Sound. So um, again, I'm not picking anything obvious, but uh, the ones I'm, I'm playing are uh, the Today, sorry, the Teddy Bears, To Know Him Is To Love Him. Uh, do I, uh, the Ronettes with Do I Love You and the Modern Folk Quartet, This Could Be the Night.
Well, I hope you enjoyed that music. I think it's a creative way to fill some time. And this might end up being even longer than most of my, uh, you know, episodes, but that's okay. And I think this would be an appropriate time to talk about The Wrecking Crew, those last three tracks, and maybe even a couple others that I played. The Wrecking Crew were studio musicians that were the best in the 60s, right alongside the the Motown musicians. Um, And a lot of the hits that people hear are by The Wrecking Crew and um, from the 60s. Anyway... Um, and the Phil Spector tracks, especially you, you might recognize the, the sound if you're not into the Phil Spector, but if you're into, uh, pet sounds, which we're heading to, um, and even this album that I'm going to review called today has, um, some similar qualities. Although I think you start to see elements of it in this album. I really think it starts to pick up as far as production is concerned in the next album on the following episode. But um, yeah, definitely some similarities there in production style that Brian was heavily influenced by. Um, He was influenced by both Phil Spector and the wrecking crew, which, which uh, was on several of these albums that the beach boys did. So, all right. So now let's get on to the today album review. The Today Album was released on March 8th, 1965, still with Capitol Records. Uh, producer was Brian Wilson. And um, and yeah, I, I think this was the beginning of a new era for the Beach Boys as they shifted from garage rock, although there were, there were moments of somewhat symphonic tracks, uh, like Surfer Moon had um, a lot of symphonic stuff on it. Uh, Why Do Fools Fall in Love and a few others. But mostly it was garage rock. Now this album still has all the Beach Boys prominent on the instrumentation. But they got, they're starting to get help with the Wrecking Crew uh, more so on this album. And so that is... so. You know, keep that in mind as we go to this album, and um, it is a little different. I mean, it, people say Pet Sounds was was unique because for the Beach Boys because there was nothing about surfing and cars, but that's also true of this album, the Today album. And believe it or not, Mike Love wrote most of the lyrics, or at least he wrote lyrics on just about every song on this album, and so he he shows that he could write every any bit as um, you know, the melancholy, heartfelt perspective lyrics that Tony Asher would a couple of years later. In my opinion, these lyrics are just as good. Now, maybe Mike didn't really want to do that, <laughs> but, um, and maybe he was kind of pushed by Brian to do that and it wasn't really him, but he was very capable and I think he did a good job with these lyrics, but uh, we'll get to that. The album cover is brown with a strip on top and bottom with the middle strip of as a photo of the Beach Boys in a row wearing uh, different color sweaters. And it's in a playground. They're sitting on something in the playground. Uh, and the photo was taken by John Inglestead. Uh 
I think this is kind of a boring album cover. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, it is a nice picture of them. It is kind of of the time as far as the photo goes, but I wish they would have maybe utilized more of the front cover instead of having these ugly brown stripes on the top and bottom. So I give the album cover a 5 out of 10. Now on to the songs. The first song on the album is Do You Want to Dance, written by Bobby Freeman and sung by Dennis Wilson. The production value on this is very good. It is very Phil Spector-esque. You know, I mean, that sounds funny to say, but this is kind of the beginning of that, and Brian is, is doing a fantastic job when he started trying to use... Uh, trying to you know to get to Phil Spector I think this was one of the first tracks that really nailed it and um, again it's a cover song so it doesn't go to you know on the catchiness I only go as high as I'm willing to go on a cover song which is a seven uh, it does very solid on everything else but the one thing that gets a ten because it's something that's of themselves is the production um, anytime they change, you know, a lyric or, or whatever, um, I give them credit for that, full credit for it. So the production gets a 10, and that kind of helps raise this up. So for a cover, it does very well. I give it a 6.2. Good to my baby. Good to my baby. second song is Good To My Baby, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, with lead vocals by both Brian Wilson and Mike Love. This song has grown on me over the years. I didn't really like it for a long time, and it's grown on me to where I, I do like it quite a bit now. It's got this doo-wop feel to it, um, you know, uh, and a very complex version of doo-wop. You know, the chord changes that Brian, you know, became more uh, good at <laughs> he does he's he started doing that on previous albums where there was sudden chord changes that just were a bit strange but he didn't make them sound too strange they they seem to flow very well and that's the same thing with this uh, song here uh, pretty catchy song as well as artistically uh, balanced the weak uh, spot of this is is the lyrical poetry but um, you know, all the way around, it's very good. I gave it a nine on the hook. I think that's one of the strengths of this song, and a nine in the production. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a ten on the hook. Uh, I'm gonna adjust my score here that I wrote down, and that brings it up a little bit. <clears throat> so, uh, the final score of "Good to My Baby" is a seven point eight. Track number three is Don't Hurt My Little Sister, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Mike Love sings on the verse, the lead on the verses, and Brian sings the lead on the choruses. And um, it's uh, the production is less than the first two. It's a little more basic instrumentation. Uh, not saying there's not more than that, but it, it just... Uh, 
I gave it an 8 on production. So, so far, it's the weakest produced track on the album. Very catchy song. Um, I think the weakness, once again, is the poetry, uh, but it's, you know, above average with a 6. And, um, again, the, the arrangements are still, um, you know, very complex, especially on the chorus, you know. And so I really do like this song quite a bit. And overall, this song gets a 7.6. When I grow up to be a man Will I dig the same things that turn me on as a kid? Track number four is When I Grow Up to Be a Man by Brian Wilson and Mike Love with lead vocals by uh, Mike Love um, and Brian Wilson. I can't remember. <laughs> For some reason, I'm... I'm not listening to the song as I as I'm talking. Um, anyway, uh, one of the things that blew my mind about this track is that the instrumentation is done predominantly by Beach Boys, although there are some instruments in there that are not Beach Boys, I think. But the, all the Beach Boys are featured on the instruments and the recording of the song, and that you know is cool. Um, I give the catchiness a ten as well as the production because I, I feel like the fact that the Beach Boys themselves were able to hold their own with the Wrecking Crew is, is not to be ignored. There is a harpsichord in there that's really cool. I think this is uh, one of Mike's better lyrics at this point in time. And uh, just all around, it's, it's artistic. I give it a 9. And it's catchy. I, you know, and, uh, and just strong across the board. And overall... This song gets a 9.0. Track number five is Help Me Rhonda, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love and sung by Al Jardine. This is the first version of the tr of the song, and it's not their better one, but it, it's kind of more of a filler track, but a, a strong filler track for this album. Um, obviously, as a song, it gets a 10 on the catchiness and as well as the hook. I think the production is a bit weaker on this one than the one that would come later as a single and on the following album. Um, but I remember long ago when I first heard the Beach Boys, that Endless Summer uh, compilation, and this version of the song was on it, I thought the fade out and fade back in several times was kind of cool towards the end um, nowadays I'm not too keen on it but you know I think Brian was experimenting a little bit and so you know we can appreciate that uh, I do notice that help me Ron or Al's vocals sound similar to some of Brian's leads on heavier songs like wouldn't it be nice and I'm sure some people think it's the same person but this is Al Jardine and I believe it's his second lead vocal. The first was on the Christmas album, which I'm not reviewing. It's called uh, A Christmas Day, which is my favorite track actually on that Christmas album. So, um, but yeah, he does a good job on this version, but even a better one on the future version of this. And overall, this song gets an 8.2. I had enough for the day I hit the radio 
Track number six is Dance, 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 written by Brian Wilson, Carl Wilson, and Mike Love. I'm assuming Carl wrote some of the guitar parts on this album, although I know that in the sessions of this song, the guitar part was somewhat of a mistake. You know, it's not really what Brian had in mind, but it was a mistake that Brian loved, so he kept it in. And I'm not sure if that was Carl, but I I thought that was uh, Glenn Campbell, actually, on guitar there. But, um, so I'm not really sure what part Carl wrote, but, um, yeah, it's interesting his his, uh, name is in here. Um, This is a great song. Catchy and... Uh, got a good arrangement, well produced. There's three tens on my on my scores: catchiness, hook, and production. Um, and both the art and poetry hold up well uh, as well. So, um, yeah, this song is good all the way around. Um, I, th- I just I love the song, and um, and I don't think it's cheesy at all. <laughs> and I give it an eight point six. Track number seven is Please Let Me Wonder, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, and sung by Brian Wilson. This is a fantastic song. Um, I think the production is, there's something lacking. The arrangement is excellent. The, uh, the arrangement is excellent. So I'm kind of putting that more in the artistic category on this song. I gave it a 10 in art. But in production, I gave it a 9. It's still really good, but there's just something a little uh, not quite totally a 10 on production. I don't know how to explain that. But I do love the arrangement, especially on the bridge, the instrumental section of the bridge. Um, And also, there's kind of that uh, round kind of where two different, uh, there's lyrics, two different lyrics going on at the same time, which is pretty interesting he does that a couple of times on this album and um, you know it's the lowest score is a and catchiness with a seven but everything else is at least a nine and overall I give this song an 8.8 I have a girlfriend she says I Track number eight is I'm So Young, written by William Tyrus Jr. and sung by Brian Wilson. This is a cover song. Um, The original, I believe the original version was produced by Phil Spector, although I don't know, you know, this name, I don't know if this is somebody that Phil Spector worked with or a a song that he covered as well. But um, I'm not a big fan of this song, even the original. (laughs) So... You know, again, the highest I go to is like a seven. And and because this is a cover and also I don't care for it, that's going to lower things uh, as well. Um, and so, you know, I, the production isn't great. It's, okay, it's solid, but not great. I gave it a nine uh, on production. But everything else is covered, so nothing gets higher than a seven, but... Nothing reaches a seven. The closest to that is a, is the hook, which I gave a six to. But everything else is average to above average from a seven point scale. Um, and overall, this track gets a five point six. Uh-huh. 
Track number nine is Kiss Me Baby, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, with lead vocals by both Brian and Mike. And this has a little bit of a doo-wop to it, just like uh, Good To My Baby did. Um, and, and it's kind of similar to Please Let Me Wonder. You know, two of the best ballads on this album, I think, are Please Let Me Wonder and Kiss Me Baby. And, but I, there's something a little more to this. Uh, this one's a little more interesting. I think the arrangement is right up there with Please Let Me Wonder, but the, um, the way the chorus flows uh, with the uh, you know, two different lyrics, which Please Let Me Wonder does as well, I think is a little more interesting on this one. And I think the production is just a little bit better, and so the production gets a 10. I also gave the hook a 10. Uh, on this one and everything else is at least an eight uh, not eight to nine so yeah very strong across the board and I give this one a 9.2 track number 10 is she knows me well written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love sung mostly by Brian Wilson and uh, Mike Love's bass kind of is prominent as well um, this is kind of a twin song in a sense to in my mind anyway to Don't Hurt My Little Sister for some reason I kind of pair those in my head but um, I think this one is a bit more artistic I gave it a 10 artistically because of the arrangement and, and kind of like Please Let Me Wonder the arrangement is brilliant. I love the bridge, the instrumental section, just like in um, Please Let Me Wonder. But there's something, once again, lacking in the production, just a little bit, which I gave a 9. Uh, it also gets a 9 in poetry. I think Mike's lyric is great on this song. Um, the weakness is the catchiness. Um, you know, it's a slower song. And the hook also. But both of those do uh, okay, above average. And overall, this song gets an 8.2. I'm blessed with everything. Track number 11 is In the Back of My Mind, written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love, sung by Dennis Wilson. And uh, the voice, the lead vocal is overdubbed by Brian a little bit, but Dennis uh, does a good job. Uh, it's interesting that Dennis both opens the album with Do You Want to Dance and almost closes the album. Unfortunately, there's a track after this. <laughs> I wish this had closed the album, but we'll get to that. Anyway, uh, this is a very haunting song, and that's a word that I meant to use on She Knows Me Too Well because it's a bit haunting. If you know, if she, she, she Knows Me Too Well is probably a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 on haunting, haunted music this one's a 10 out of 10 <laughs> on haunting and uh on being a little haunting anyway and it's also soulful dennis has a bit more soul than mike does or brian um or any of the other beach boys actually in my opinion um which he really uh grasps much more of later in his career but um anyway this this arrangement is and production is just fantastic i gave this song three tens the art which includes the arrangement and just the songwriting the poetry um 
which I, I Mike Love is credited. I'm not sure if he writes all the lyrics or not, but the lyrics are great. And the production um, is just something, it's just unique. And even with the future stuff that Brian did, like Smile, um, it, it is up there with some of the most unique stuff Brian did without being psychedelic. You know, it's just very symphonic and soulful. And it's an interesting combination. And, uh, you know, it's a little weaker on the catchiness and the hook. And that kind of holds it down from being a great, great score. But uh, overall, I give this one an 8.6. Well, uh, are we on? No, uh, look. Yeah. The last track is Bull Sessions with Big Daddy, written by the Beach Boys. It's just studio chatter. I don't know why they have have these on here. This is something they did in the early days. Um, I hate the fact that this follows in the back of my mind. I wish it would have been either not on the album at all or somewhere else. But that's what we have to live with. I gave it a 2.0. The album flow is a 9 out of 10. Uh, I would have given it a 10, but Bull Sessions kind of fouled everything up. <laughs> you can tell I'm kind of irked by that track. Um, but anyway, that's what I give that one. So overall, this is a big step forward for Brian production-wise. Um, for some reason, I think it was a little bit lower on the uh, sales than the previous albums. I don't know that the fans, I think they liked it because it was still a hit. But, um, but I think that they weren't quite... They were hoping for more of the surf rock fun kind of stuff, and so was the record company. But I think it was still very accessible, and um, and it worked, you know. And it was also a, uh, I want to say this came out in the winter. Um, and one other thing to add about this album, I should have said at the beginning, um, towards the end of 1964, Brian had a nervous breakdown while, the, while they were on a plane, and he quit touring. He went back home, and he began to focus more on the production. Now, I think some of these songs were already recorded and maybe finished, but he finished the album um, and a lot of these songs after he quit touring and put more focus on it. So you could see there was a step forward, although maybe a bit of a strain. <clears throat> um, and you could tell that in the future albums, he would perfect this uh, production um, that is inspired by Phil Spector's Wall of Sound. So I think this is a good album. Um, Taking the average of everything, this album gets an 8.62 out of 10. Now, getting into this alternative Today album. It's the first album that I'm not using two, al two albums to make one strong album. So I had to go a little bit outside of this album to strengthen it up a little bit. And as I've said before, I tend to like to use 14 tracks. So this is my alternate universe, and so 14 is better than 12, in my opinion. Just, just gives me more to work with. So let's look at it. Now, there are 12 tracks on the album. There's two tracks that I do not use. One of them, some of you, maybe many of you will be upset with, and that is I'm So Young. As I stated, I'm not a big fan of that song, so it's not included on here. The other one I don't think anybody is upset about. 
and that is Bull Sessions for Big Daddy. So I don't think anybody cares about that one not being on the alternative album. Um, so that leaves us with 10. And there are one, two, three, four tracks that need to be filled. And one of them is, or two of them actually, were um, previously unreleased. Um, in fact, I don't think they came out until many, many years later on co compilations. All Dressed Up for School, which was on the uh, Today, Summer Days, Summer Nights 2 for release, I believe. Um or maybe it was on the shut um, Little Do Scoop, I Get Around. I don't know. I, I don't remember. But anyway, uh, I needed something upbeat to open the album. Um, I know Do You Want to Dance is upbeat, but I don't like the like it going straight into the vocal like that. Um, I, I wanted something that kind of was a better intro. <laughs> and so that's kind of my thinking there. And also, All Dressed Up for School kind of fits lyrically with some of the other songs, especially Do You Want to Dance, you know, kind of talks about going to school and, and stuff and going to a dance at school, right? So the other one uh, is Back Home, the 1963 uh, version, I think, um, the early version, and I think it has a bit of that um, that quality to it, I think, that with the with some of those saxophones and things that I think kind of fits in, you know, I know it's an earlier track, but I don't think it fit well in all summer long. Uh, cause all summer long is more garage rock. This has a little bit more to it. So I think it fits well, uh, better here. And the other one is another song that I felt, you know, think fits better here. And that is why do fools fall in love? Although I do use, the version that's on one of the compilations, I think it's The Warmth of the Sun, or uh, what's the other one? There was another one that came out shortly afterwards. Oh, or maybe shortly before the Summer uh, summer Song, Summer Love Song. I don't remember. Um, now I'm kind of forgetting which one, but it's got like a symphonic introduction, and that's the one I use. And then the fifth one is kind of cheating, or fourth one, sorry, is kind of cheating because it's not a Beach Boys song, but it is written by Brian Wilson and sung by somebody that was touring with the Beach Boys while they were making, I think, some of these songs. And so I think it fits well, and that is Guess I'm Dumb. So um, anyway, the song order, I'll let that be a surprise, and... Uh, hope you enjoy my alternate today album. Well, she first caught my eye running round in shorts, but she never bothered with her hair. Just a barefoot chicken with a stick up knees. Yeah, she didn't care what she Also along she had a crush on me, but I just couldn't care at all. But those new school friends really did it for her. Now she's turned into a 
You are listening to my alternate Today album. That's the end of side A. This is brought to you by nobody. Here's side B. After six hours of school, I had enough for the day. I hit the radio dial and tuned it up all the way. I got a dance.
Someday my love would surround
It'll all 